Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you for joining us for Business Garage today, the most Okay, the more exciting part, not the only the most, but the, for me, the most exciting part of Business Garage is on. Greetings to all of you who are joining us on YouTube and on live.worshipharvest.org. My name is B3, and we are here for another season or session of Business Garage. As always, we bring you kingdom businesses that are thriving, that have stories that can encourage you. Ugandan, I must say, Ugandan businesses that are thriving with stories of people who are telling you their journey and and today i bring you a very interesting thrilling story that i think you're going to absolutely enjoy share the link seriously share the link if you have questions about starting growing mistakes partnerships systems all those things today we are going to be i don't even know we need a lot of time but it's i've heard a little bit about this story and it's super exciting for me please help me make welcome these two business women from dream house events yeah you know it's so good when you host people whose work you have tasted and where it has been exceptional and so it's good because then you can time sometimes people like they've brought these people we have to pretend that they are good these guys are like magicians and so welcome seriously don't they call you that sometimes you transform spaces there's something i saw when you transformed a balcony into i don't know what yeah for an engagement i was like wow is this even in uganda so welcome diana and kathy it's really 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 good to have you here today thank you b3 thank you. yeah and so today is going to be nice and fun because we have two people that we are talking to um and i think it's going to be fun so why don't we start by telling us the journey how did this dream begin because what i what i want to just warn you about studio audience is that these two ladies were not always partners so we are going to hear how the journeys began briefly and then how the journey became one journey together amen yeah thank you so much b3 thank you so much uh worship harvest family thank you for having us Pleasure. we are very honored to be here and excited um so I started Dreamhouse events in 2013. Um, it was an amazing journey of God's favor on our lives. I think it's important to note that every step of the way for us was about God's favor, his hand on our lives. Um, 20 years before 20, uh, 2013, I, I had an amazing experience. I was in P7 back, and I don't actually remember this day I was told. Quickly, let me rush through it. Um, a cousin of mine who was an orphan used to move from home to home looking for school fees. He was about 20 years old. And that day he got to our home at about midnight. My brothers opened for wow. him let him in and i thought oh he's been up and about the whole day have you had dinner no okay i can only make you tea and maybe some bread because 
fooders. You yeah. know, it's midnight. And so I made him tea, some bread. I think I gave him a blanket to go and sleep in the chairs. You know how visitors are when they come at night. <laughs> and, and he slept. Fast forward, this cousin of mine becomes big time, grows a, a multi-million dollar business overseas, <laughs> and comes to Uganda and says, Dana, I'm getting married, and I want you to do something at my wedding. I'm like, what, what do you mean? Why, why, why? So he tells me this story. And he's like, because I was so hungry that day, but you went out of your way to help me out and find me something. That was the only meal I had that day. You have to just say, what you want to do, I want you to do a business for me. Wow. So he finds me at a time when I have resigned from business. I'm trying my hand at with things. People even tried catering. That's a story for another day. <laughs> but uh, it was a disaster. But um, um, he finds me at a place when I had actually also done our, wedding, our own wedding deco. So that was my very little experience in deco. So I tell him, where is the wedding? He's like, at Kampala Serena. Ah, what am I going to do? Let me do your deco. So he says, come to Kampala Road, meet me here, and, I find, and, and, I'll, and we talk. So I meet him at the dingiest Forex Bureau, eh, under mm -hmm. the, those buildings down there, and he slaps me with six million shillings on my lap. <laughs> He's like, it's six months to my wedding. This is just in Tandikwa. Eh? <laughs> eh? Just start planning. I'll come back in November and give you more money, any amount you want. Wow. So I'm on Kampala Road shaking with this money. I call my husband. <laughs> he comes running, puts money in his socks. Aya. And we go home. <laughs> and we go home. But for me, that was an amazing opportunity yes. that just came by the grace of God because it was at a very hard time in our lives. Um, and so my husband and I brainstormed what are we going to do. We decided to start making bookings of over 3 million shillings. And then 3 million shillings opening up a little shop, a little deco shop. Because it's six months to the wedding. I thought, why not get actually started? Yeah. And that's how I got started. Wow. Yeah. Really. Wow. Yeah. But you see, the thing is, you started. Yes, I started. She started. That, that's, that's how all these dreams begin. Someone starts something. Exactly. Now, what about you, Kathy? How, how did you start this business of decor, among the many other things? <laughs> Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Catherine Munavi Tukachungura, and Dana is my sister. She's actually my sister-in-law. Yep. We'll go into those details. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, my journey begins with an uncle of mine who we call CBB. Everyone in the family knows CBB. <laughs> so, P7 vacation, CBB fires his housemaid. And he calls me from the village to start like helping him with the housework. CBB has his meals every day at exactly five minutes past one. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, CBB eats a two-course meal every day. That's inclu that includes two sausages, two starches every day. Wow. That's how consistent he is. So my training started in P7 VAC. To be on time, CBB walks out of the house every day after lunch at 2 p.m., you had to hand over his sports bag to him. So I had to be on time in P7 VAC at that age. <laughs> That's how my journey started. 
Uh, in Essex Vark, I'm still at CBB's house. He says, you're going to get a job. One of my friends is going to give me a job. So we left the house on this particular day at 7 a.m. I didn't know Kampala well, because we lived in the village with my parents. I would only come for school when the term begins, and when the term ends, I go back to the village. So I didn't know my way, my way around quite well. So on this particular morning, CBB takes me. I thought he would handhold me and take me to his friend yeah. and say, this is my daughter, please employ him. He parked somewhere and said, do you see that building? Go there, ask for Mr. Dadada, tell them what you want. I was shaking. But, you know, confidence, I just walked in there and the guy was so tough. How, who are you? What do you want? I told him I would like to work. I'm trustworthy. I can do, I can do anything. He's like, okay. He texts me to his events management company. Wow. You see how God works out things. That's where my journey started. That's where I got my training. I was hardworking. I was trustworthy. I accounted for every coin. And when my vacation ended, this gentleman tells me, every time you have a break, come back. Wow. Come back and work for me. Even when I finished my degree in chemistry, that's where I went back to. Wow. And that's where I started. Wow. So after getting married in 2013, my husband and I realized we needed another source of income. What do we have? We both put our skill sets on the table and we decided events is something we could go into. That's how we started. Wow. So good. All of you, it, it, it just seems like something beyond yourselves got you into this space of, it's not like you always had a dream to do events and decor, but it's, it's, it's like you were handed something and you nurtured it and, and gift and whatever it is. So now, let's talk about how did the two of you then decide to start working together? I mean, so many people out there are like <laughs> partnerships are a problem. Now, family partnerships are more complicated. Now, in-laws partnerships, like, look, it's eh, just like, are you, what are you, how do, why would you guys decide, why don't you just keep the peace, run your events things, she runs her thing, which is deco, everyone is happy, the families are thriving, help one another where there is need, why would you decide to do the thing which most people think is so dangerous to do, and partner with all the the thing is so intermingled like look if it's friends you can part ways but she's married to your brother mm -hmm. tell us my why. older your brother. older brother yes. <laughs> so well, thank you thank you b3 well I, I i need to say that for the five years we were running these businesses it was very hectic it was very busy it was long hours putting in the work you had to figure out how to be more creative than you were the last time, put in the hours, work hard, sometimes, many times, sleeping at the venue, nights in and out. And I want to just appreciate my husband who has been there for me through it all. 
through it all, he has been my biggest fan, my biggest support. And, and he was one of the people, the reason I used to get jobs was because of him. Because people would be like, you're, 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 you're Renny's wife. Ah, just, where do we sign? Come for the money. Oh. And yeah, so I had to make sure I don't embarrass him wherever we went. But because the business grew so, so fast, the favor of God, you people, as a child of God, we are blessed. Yes. God opens doors. And when he finds you ready and prepared, he will do an amazing thing. But this thing became overwhelming. Weekend after weekend after weekend, you are just like a headless chicken. And we got burnt out. The same thing was happening for Kathy. And we were at that point where we said, enough is enough. And um, it just came at an opportune time when we needed to grow beyond that level of business. It's not just about having money in the pocket, you're always liquid, but you, you don't even have time to do your accounts right, to, 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 to make sure your people are doing well, to look into things closer. Yeah, so it came at a time when we were really exhausted and we looked at each other and our values were in sync and um, our value, she brought in a lot of value into Dreamhouse events that the gaps were glaring. And then I brought into a lot of value into her business as well. And so when we came together, it was just a match made in heaven. We really put aside our personal issues when we are working. We don't know that we are sisters when we are working. It is purely business. Wow. Um, a, a, a little earlier, they told me a bit more than that, so I'll let you in on some secrets. She already warned me that you tell people the things and they say them on the microphone. <laughs> but I know that at that point, Kathy had just had triplets. Mm, triplets. Triplets. She was running a hardware business, she was running an events company, and I think something else. And so it was at that point, but I think for me it's the curiosity of, you guys say that you talked about and toyed with the idea of partnership for many years. years. Why did it take you so long? Um, interestingly, whenever I would have an event, I would take it to Diana to critique it. And even when I worked and she saw the work, she would say, this one you've lied. Yeah. And when she had an idea, she would bring it back to me. What do you think about this? Should I do this? Yes, no. And would use each other's each other. stuff yeah. as well. So it was on the table for five years. But you know, there was a lot of nitty-gritties that we needed to iron out. And I think time is a distiller of all things. So we needed time to distill all these things. How will it work? What will the name be? I had another partner in another business now. How will I break the news to them? Going forward, will they be part of Dreamhouse? What will be their role? So we needed time to iron out the nitty gritties as well. Wow. And, and, and so you ladies come together. How many years ago did you get into this partnership? So we decided to partner in 2018 and started in 2019. Started in 2019. And, and so you finally get together. And earlier on, you said that you bring different strengths. What are these strengths that you each bring to Dreamhouse right now as partners? Diana is a very creative person. Yes. Very, very creative. And sometimes her creativity will will blind what is in the pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? But she's extremely creative, extremely talented, 
hardworking yes. and she loves to give to other people to empower people in the same business to empower her competitors which I think is something very amazing yes and we're going to talk about that it is amazing let me talk about Kathy yeah. she's making me sound so good <laughs> but one of the things I really appreciate about Kathy she's very good with managing systems Kathy is so good at counting every penny budgeting sticking to it she's very good at HR oh my god she knows how to pamper people through COVID she kept our team our people alive and vibrant and focused and standing in faith that all will be well so yeah we really complement each other Wow people who are partnering out there do you see the power of recognizing the superpower the other person brings because sometimes it's possible to only focus on what I bring and look at what even in marriage right partnerships are like marriages you can think that the other person's thing is a weakness because it's different from you and until you come together and realize that there's something that they bring so I know Dana is super creative and many times I used to wonder if she made money, like at the events that we used to give her, I'd be like, is this woman making any money? Because she would bring extra things. She's such a giver. And so to be able to get someone who says, okay, you're, you are this way, now let's build systems to find a way to help you give more, but also let's not die while at it, and let's exactly. have our people also not die while at it. So earlier on, let's talk about, I want us to go into a few more things. So one you talked about not having these systems because you didn't always have the systems running right Never. and tell us the journey of coming from business in the pocket mm. okay to building systems and how that also um helped maybe then kathy can get into how that helped in the covid season how did you realize that thank god we built systems, had some savings, and separated the business from ourselves. Because do you guys pay yourselves salaries? How does it work? Do you decide that that's a big job? Let's eat all of it. Like, how, what, what, what are the system? What, what, the journey from in the pocket? Oh, yeah. And why would you say it's better that way? Because someone might be saying, no, no, no. It's why should I put money on an account? Mm. Yeah. How? So money in the pocket, first of all, is very deceptive. <laughs> Being liquid all the time does not mean you're making a profit. Ooh. So it's just like you're, you're, you're recycling money. You always have a kabafa, so you think I am working. But literally, you are not. I took some time in 2017 and 18. Um, we brought in an accountant who we took on to keep checking our books and looking at. And this guy showed me how, you know, you're really playing in money. Eh? It's like recycling money because you're not doing the math. You need to take that time. And so this guy showed us that we were doing badly. Um, and so when we partnered, it was very easy for her to we came in and said let's divide our roles and so she handles the budgets anything to do with money that helped me a lot because yeah it was just it was just a godsend so yeah before that it was very deceptive and now it is Kathy can talk about yeah. how, how it has changed. Maybe to give a percentage, because before that, the guy would show us that we are making um, profit margin of about 15 to 20%, you know, of the jobs. Now it has grown to over 40% wow. because of those systems in place. Wow. Kathy, please tell us a little bit about why are you so passionate about systems? 
Eh? Because sometimes the people like, I'm a lot more like Diana, and people like us can feel like, as in by faith. Eh? Let's just do it. We shall see what happens. But then we are seeing that this is stewardship because yeah. there is growth happening. Why are you so passionate about systems and how have they helped Dreamhouse events, especially in the tough time exactly. when COVID showed up and that particular industry was shaken? So why do you believe in systems? For, for the business person watching. I believe in systems. To tell the truth, that's how I was brought up. <laughs> Yes. I was brought up by... Uncle, Uncle CBBU, it's at five minutes past one. Yes. <laughs> and I was brought up by educationists. So systems, even at home, there was a system. TV was watched on Saturday at 6 p.m. <laughs> so my DNA has systems in place. Yes. So I feel bad when I see a place without systems. And uh, what, when, now when we partnered, we sat down together and said, you know, Diana, we need to put in place a system so that in the next five years, we're handing over to our children. Yeah. It's so sad that in the deco industry, when someone is, is old or they're not able to do deco anymore, the next day, it's closed. Or so, if the person is not there, yes. the customer will not say, ah, ah, I didn't see Kathy or Diana. So, you know, Can't. people want to see a decorator. Yeah. yeah. So, we are trying to put in place a system that will be able to hand over to our children. And besides, we wanted to change the narrative that if a client doesn't see Diana at a site, sleeping at a site. Yes. Yeah? They call you at midnight. Are you there? We wanted to stop that. Yeah? Yes. And honestly, we haven't slept on site, I don't know, for the last how many years. Wow. Because of systems in place. Some of you may not know, but decorators, they sleep under tables. 1 a.m., they are there. You've seen them. Yeah. They sleep at the venue. These are, imagine you have a family. Bambi Ronnie suffered. You have a family, and, and your wife is sleeping under tables somewhere in Karangala because they had a, an event there. And so you say that you've, systems have helped you to be able to develop and nurture people to the point that it's about the name Dreamhouse Events. We know oh, yeah. that it's going to be a great job whether Kathy's there or Diana is there, it doesn't matter. Yes. But how do you build these systems? Great. Um, so we're very passionate about our team. Our team can make us or break us. We have two very vibrant managers whom we entrust and say, guys, when you're there, you are the face of Dreamhouse. You take care of everything. We also have a very vibrant team who, who we meet on a regular. We have regular meetings, talk to them about the values and the way they should work on, on site. Um, really, we invest so much time in our teams. Also, we run inventory. We really, because you know, Deco is about our stock, our things, how, how, how are things running? How are things going to the venue? How are they coming back? And so we really take time to look into these areas to make sure they're in check. Yeah. Can I just add something yes, to that? Please. We are constantly learning. During the COVID period, of course, the first two weeks were confusing. Yeah. Yeah. But. One day, we woke up and said, you know what? It doesn't help us to sleep because the events business was closed. Yeah. 
it doesn't help us to wake up at 10 a.m. every morning. What can we do? Let us start learning. So we put in place what we could name the Mastermind Alliance. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday by 7 a.m., we are up. And Ron is in charge of that. Hey, Ronnie, five couples. We read a book, business, mainly about business, growth, systems, in that area. We read a book, we discuss, we implement. So during the COVID season and even after, it's been a time of learning, it's been a time of growth, it's been a time of checking each other. And interestingly, that mastermind group has since morphed into an investment club. Wow. <laughs> Business people, we have to grow. We have to grow because the growth of the leader then impacts on the growth of the team and the business. Speed of the leader, speed of the team. So if the leader is not growing, the business is also stuck along with the leader because you could as well still be running a business in your pocket because that's all you know. But when you know more, you can do more. And so I, I, that's what I'm hearing from you guys, that the system begins with the leader. If you're not growing, you won't even know what to do. But let's talk about, earlier on, Kathy touched on the fact that Diana loves to give and to empower her competitors. And I think some people are sort of like, empower your competitors? Like, what kind of witchcraft is that? <laughs> so I know about this fellowship that you guys started, because you invited me at some point, and I, 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 I wasn't able to make it at the You're time. Coming. I'm coming, yes. But they have a fellowship for, guess what? Decorators. Young decorators. And I know that a couple of them are now running businesses and they used to work for you in Dreamhouse events. Why would you, first of all, you guys are full of wild ideas, okay? You're here partnering your sisters-in-law. Yeah, two people are sort of like, then now you're empowering your competition and teaching them how to do. Why would you, first of all, where did that come from? Why do you think that is good and important? And why, why would you empower your competitors to do what you do? Thank you. Um, like I said in the beginning of this discussion, is that God has extended so much favor and grace on my life, on our lives. And so for me, I have always known from the get-go that, actually, I need to point out there was an amazing lady, on top of my husband, there was another lady who took me on her wing. She's a prominent lawyer in Kampala, but she also ran a very successful chain of event supplies and decor. So I would go to her every week, sit with her for two hours, and we talk decor, and she pours into me. So I realized that this way that, you know, it's the, the competitive atmosphere of, of let me make sure you don't get this thing, you know, that type of business doesn't work. I realize that when you give, you are more blessed. And so if any decorator would ever call me to ask me anything, I would give them the tips that, that, the tricks and even more. Because I realize that when they do a good job, we all shine. My husband has a beautiful saying. He says there's, a, uh, there's enough sky for all stars to shine. And a weekend, there are over 500 to 1,000 weddings. I mean, I can't do them all. And so being greedy does not help. It doesn't help anyone. If everybody in Kampala is having a beautiful, successful wedding, 
done by a Christian young woman who is on fire for Jesus and giving a testimony and glory to God. That is to his glory. So me sitting there and saying, no, let me keep my tricks. Remember, we have the mind of Christ. This creativity is not my own. It comes from God. And so if I have an idea and someone can execute it even before me, or even better, God bless her. So for me, that has been, I believe, the reason Dreamhouse Events has been blessed. Because we, we, we love to give. We love to share. We want to send shout-outs to our ladies. They are so amazing. It's so funny that um, about five of them worked with me. And now they are my competitors. And now, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing because they are big. They are big. They are growing. And every day, every month, we take time to shop one another. We sharpen each other on WhatsApp. We call each other when you're stuck and the thing has fallen. How do I keep it up? You know what? Use this to reinforce it. And so that has strengthened us as young Christian women in the business. Wow. So how often do you guys meet these ladies? Uh, about how many are they? I'm sure there might be someone saying, can I get in? Can I get in? Is there room? <laughs> oh, you're welcome. We meet once a month. We, we're about 20 to 30 ladies still. We pray. We eat. Yay! <laughs> That's And important. then we train. Yeah. We train. Yeah. The beauty about this training, you can think you know it all. <laughs> and then someone comes with an amazing idea. And you say, I never saw it like that. So much as we are pouring into their lives... They're also pouring into our lives. So much. We learn so much from them. Wow. And COVID was a very interesting time for us as a fellowship. Yeah. We were able to support each other's families during that time. Yes. What do you mean, Kathy, support each other's families? Money. Wait. Kathy was our treasure. So, of course, she's the money bags. So that we would contribute. And we, in our fellowship, we would have ladies that are now really hard-pressed. Yes. Because we did not work for months. And so we'd put a little, the funds together and support one, one or two or three of the ladies. It was amazing. It's still amazing. It's really amazing. You guys, this is such... Your story is so powerful because it goes beyond you. It's not about just you making money and, and which you are making and you're going to continue to. But it's that the kingdom mindset of abundance. Because if you think there's very little creativity, you hold on to it. But there's more. God is always giving ideas to so many people. And also if I think that there's not enough business for all of us, I'm not going to empower people. So you're challenging us to think abundance, to think partnerships, all the things that we... that the world fears and that are the powerful things for us as kingdom people that are so counter because why would you partner with someone why would you empower someone else that's how god thinks that's the abundance mindset of the kingdom is that the more you give the more you're blessed it's not the more you hold so it's the more you give the more you're blessed so if for the for the business person out there what are some of the things you would say to them hey these are the mistakes we made don't make them and these are some of the things that have really helped us. If I were to sit with you for a few minutes, this is what I would say. This is treasure, don't let go. What would those be for you, Kathy? Like, mis these are the mistakes we made. In the, uh, some of the mistakes we made, I would say, stay away. Or, and also, on top of that, these are the things that have, we feel like they've really helped us. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, the mistakes that we made um, when you're liquid, yeah, and you think the money is yours, <laughs> that money from a client is not yours. And it's not about how much you're earning, it's about how much you're saving. Wow. Yeah. And then this industry especially, integrity. Integrity, integrity, integrity. If you say you deliver 10 tables, let them be 10. 80% of our clients are either referrals or clients who come back, repeat yes. clients. So I think that says a lot about our integrity. Be a person of integrity. Hard work. I'm not ashamed to, at a site, to carry a table. It oh. takes nothing from me. Mm. It takes absolutely nothing. And especially to the young generation, do not be ashamed of hard work. Wow. Work hard. Earn clean money, honest money. Tell the truth. Be creative. Be innovative. Aim to be excellent. But above all, do not seek your creativity. Do not seek your energy. Because this business is draining. Do not seek it from alternative sources. Seek it from the real source. God. Do not go for, you know, um, interestingly, this business, many people do it. When you want, there's this kind of thing, it will help you, you know, be more creative. At Dreamhouse, we believe we have the mind of Christ. And the Holy Spirit actually will show you what B3 wants. Yes. And that is what you will deliver. Yes. And B3 will come and tell you, I didn't tell you that. How come yes. you knew? Yes. The, my, the Holy Spirit will show you B3's mind. Wow. Wow. Dan, over to you. Um, back from, to the question about mistakes. One of the mistakes I made, and I think I mentioned it to you, was um, when I got busy and busy and thought I was growing, greed crept in, and I, I, I think I bit more than I could chew. And so, long story short, I disappointed a client. Mm. Mm. Ah, yeah, yeah, that was to end of 2017. It was one of the worst disappointments I'd ever experienced. Um, things didn't work out, let me keep it at that. And so I got to meet a client at um, Java's Oasis Mall. And this guy's livid, you guys. He's shouting, he's, 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 he's mad. And I am crying and I'm saying, I'm so sorry. And there's no words you can say to give someone back their special day. Honestly, we, we, we're in a business where it is one day yep. and you have to get it right. Yep. That's why it's so much, it's, it's high pressure. Mm. You know, it's high pressure to deliver. Because you can't say, okay, let me bring it back. Let me deliver another order, another consignment. No, it's done. The event is done. And so this guy is screaming. And I, I, I say, I'm really sorry. I get back all his money and I refund him very painfully. I gathered all the money we had and I paid him back. But that didn't solve anything. But for me, that was a big turning point. When you're in business and you're growing, don't get greedy. 
you know, don't lose step of the things God has constantly showed us as his children, to be faithful with what he has given us. And, and, and for me, that was a wake-up call. That's when I said, you know what, enough is enough. I need, I need to style up. I'm a child of God. I can't do the other business of the other people. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to embarrass my heavenly father. And so it was just at that right time that then he started showing me better ways to do business. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So much wisdom from these ladies here, Kathy and Diana. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And now I'm going to welcome Pastor Chris Kawesa, the leader of Business Garage here at Worship Harvest. He's going to wrap it up. He's the one who keeps bringing us these amazing stories. Over to you. Thank you, Pastor Mitzri. Uh, Kathy and Diana. You guys, this story I think is one of the best we have yes. ever since we started uh, Business Garage. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, for me, you are my, I'm going to call you. Yeah? And we talk. Because your story is unique and very powerful in many ways. And I've been making notes here. And they, you, you just touch on all the things we've been learning here. In a certain, for you it's comfortable. For us, some, we're struggling with some of these things. Yeah? Uh, before I talk about the most powerful thing, first of all, I see you in environments. Which where you're learning that thing you started with your family members, uh, masterminds as families, very powerful. I know very few families who do that, very few. Uh, then you train and empower your people. I mean, you create competitors, and that's, mm. a, that's a, an abundance mindset. It means that you don't care what's out there, actually, you're helping other people be better than you. Yeah. That's very powerful. Uh, then of all the businesses we've had here, all of them talk about the support from their spouses. Yes. You know? That your spouse, if your spouse is not supporting you, it's very difficult to thrive. Yeah, yeah and that's been key as well. Uh, now, uh, Kathy talked about something very interesting. Her first job, uh, she was trustworthy and diligent. And she learned a lot from there. And that's a struggle many people who are still in employment want to do business yes. struggle with. That you're, in your job... You want to do business, but you can't even execute your job well. And that's your first customer. Right now in your job, your first client is your boss. So that's something you did so well, and you excelled. You went back during your holidays, and now here you are. But the biggest of them all, really, I will normally say in business, we, we all want partnerships. No, we not all want partnerships, but those who want partnerships are seeking for the right partner. Yes. And there are others who just don't want you know, so the biggest thing I've heard from you is your partnership. And you cannot grow if you don't have partners. It's almost impossible when you're running with your business alone. Yeah? So you guys have partnered, you brought your strengths together, and you know how you complement each other, and you've worked so well. And I mean, when we were inviting Diana, I said, I have to come with my partner. I have to come with my I can't do this story without her. She can't, you know? So, so amazing. And for us, that's something we're going to learn from you how you complement each other, how you work together, and how you're thriving. But my one question, which might seem controversial, but a very key learning thing, conflict. Yes. But sometimes we think that we are partners, we are happy, smiling, all these stories, and they think there's no conflict. I mean, just like in marriage, you have your spouse, and because you're happily married, people might think there's no conflict. Just tell us, do you have conflict, and how do you deal with it? Because that's one of the ways people don't want to go into partnerships, but yet conflicts are there. Yeah. The thing is to know how to manage them. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, the main source of conflict that I can think of is... Uh, sorry. 
the main source of conflicts I can think of is the clash in personalities yes. also causes conflict. Dana is, when she's at her site, things have to move. Yeah. And if for me, I'll say, let the people first eat before they work. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, there's that conflict. And, yeah, we've had, uh, we've had uh, fire. fire. Fire, literally. But in the midst of that fire, I know that Dana is not firing Kathy. No. Dana is firing Dreamhouse. Mm. Kathy is not firing Diana's Diana as my sister-in-law. There's a certain quality of a product, of a service that I want us to deliver. That's why I'm firing her. So when we step into Dreamhouse, we are not sisters. We are workmates and we view it as such. And we also know that source of conflict is not because we are fighting each other. Yeah. We're trying to make the business better and to deliver a better service. And then after, we'll talk about it. And when it ends, it ends. That's how we do it. Wow. Awesome. Thank you so much. For me, I think I can guarantee you that we are going to call you back in yeah. this space or others for you to share some of those things you're doing so well. Because you're doing so many things we want to do and we are struggling and for you it seems so sweet and nice yeah. you know so thank you so much for sharing your story yeah. thank Over you for having us how many people do you employ we forgot to ask that okay. right now on the dream house team yeah okay so we have a store manager we have two ladies who are our managers site managers and then on site we have casual laborers who come in 10 to 20 even up to 30 people depending on the size of the job Wow, yeah. that is growth right there. Thank you so much. Why don't you help me appreciate these ladies? What a powerful story. It's so powerful, and I think I like that you think it's normal, but it's not. It's extraordinary, and it's the stuff that we've been learning in, in School of Practical Business. Now, you're watching us today, and you're hearing this story and thinking, how amazing. What is it that drives these women? The power behind them is Jesus, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. He's the one who's able to take two people who are so different and bring them together. He's the one who's able to make someone want to give what they have and not be afraid of running out. And want to give you an opportunity today to get into a relationship with Jesus Christ. So if you're watching us today and you've never met Jesus Lord of your life, you're a business person, you're thriving or you're struggling or you're even not yet a business person but you desire to come into contact with the creative force of the universe. His name is Jesus. It's so simple. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that he is Lord, just like that, you're in the family. And we can help you do it right now and then help you walk the journey and make sense of what has happened and be part of a family. So if you can pray this simple prayer after me, please go ahead. Wherever you are, put up your hand. Wherever you are, alone, you don't need to be with, with anyone. Just put your hand up as a sign of saying, I'm making that commitment today. And repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Thank you for inviting me. I believe that you are my Lord and Savior. And today, I am born again. Take my life and do something significant with it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I can hear the sound of a new generation. 
Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.